Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore. Just a humble caddy trying to scratch out winners every week for you guys. Along with my friends, family, even acquaintances are welcome as long as they provide winners. Now that they've got legalized gambling here in Jersey, we're going to provide you with the hot selections every week. Picks from the yard, the bonus soccer episode. Uh, we're, we're here. We're going to discuss soccer betting strategies as if I did not have enough things that I'm wagering on. These, uh, they're, they're, we brought in a, a couple of, well, Will's here. We'll clay, well, I'll introduce the guests and we'll, uh, we'll get into it, but they're going to explain to me how I can wager even more. I love it because it's on early in the morning. You know, it's, a, it's usually my downtime. Now it just, uh, I'll be betting, uh, you know, from, from the time the alarm clock goes off. I, uh, let, would like to introduce our guests, uh, returning my brother Richard the Math Whisperer Salvatore. I'm glad to be here. I'm I'm ready to learn. I, I don't know a whole lot about betting soccer. I, I I bet based on the advice of friends, and I'm ready to try to figure it out for myself. So I'm I'm ready to learn. I got my pencil. I'm going to take some notes. Oh, nice copious notes. I'm going to need this soon because I really don't know what I'm doing. Uh, our uh, producer extraordinaire and uh, the brave brave guy who comes every week and does. Legs corner to uh you know it's a, he doesn't it's a much ballyhooed uh, losers every week. Uh, Will Clegg is here to discuss his strategy. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. There. Just, wait, <laughs> I, I'm here more to discuss the the soccer and and hopefully Drew is going to impart some strategy because obviously my strategy. Not so great last season. Yeah, yeah. We brought in a, I'm going to call him a ringer. I hope he lives up to the hype here. We, uh, we brought in a buddy, a local proprietor of a, of a great restaurant, Cordo. If you get a chance to go there, we'll plug that later. That's great. Drew Buzio is here too. Uh, soccer is his, uh, that's his sport. That's, I mean, it's yeah. It's a sport I love, and I'm hoping to import some wisdom, but I, I can't make any promises here, guys. Oh, okay. Well, well we always we always just make promises, and, you know, if they don't work out, they don't work out. But we never... Regardless, happy to be here, so oh, thanks man, for having glad, me. Uh, glad you can come in because I really, uh, we really, I'm really, uh, soccer's very confusing for me to bet on because of the third option, I guess. Uh, so we're going to. Uh, it seems difficult to win at, too. I don't yeah. know. That's been my experience. The so draw, we'll see. The... Really, I don't know. It confuses me. The draw throws in definitely another dimension into it. Yeah, but, there's like uh, a, another wrinkle. I uh, I do I I'm I'm trying. I've been watching a little more, and I do love uh, I, the the thing I love about it is the game just go it goes. There's sure. no stoppage. The clock keeps running, and it's really you know it's. To me, quite honestly, it's a little bit slow, but it's, I'm getting more into it, and I do love the that aspect of it that you're just the game just going on and on with all the because the other sport, every other sport now with the stoppages and the challenges and the I, and the penalties, like it gets me that gets me crazy. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna really try to commit this year to watching uh, watching more soccer, and I think. I guess gambling on is probably the best way to get pique <laughs> my interest. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna be wagering, uh, you know, and and maybe we can challenge Clegg's corner. We'll, we'll get into that in future episodes. So uh, what what so what are the most popular? Obviously, the Premier League is the most popular for gambling, or is it all? Yeah, I mean that's the one that I always talk about, but that's the one that I really follow. So. I think they're all pretty popular in Europe as far as, as the gambling goes. In each country, you know, there's a there's a major soccer league and I, I mean would, it must I would guess those citizens bet on those leagues where they can, right? Without now. a doubt. I think I think for us here in America, I think just because the Premier League is kind of the the number one league, it's the sexiest league. Uh, it's got the best coverage here throughout the country by far, uh, with NBC. Um, so therefore I think that it's it's probably on the forefront in terms of gambling here. But uh, I mean, there's it's it's big in Italy, it's big in Germany, it's in big Europe, in Spain. What would you say? I mean, is Premier League just another league to everybody over there? Or is it kind of well, equally? No, no or? there's more money in the Premier League than Without any a doubt. other league. That's okay. the main thing. Without a doubt, I think all all the other leagues um, all aspire to be like the Premier League. Um, between the money, the TV rights, the stadiums, the revenue, and the competition uh, too. I mean, top to bottom of all the major leagues, that's that's where the best competition is well, for sure. Unquestionable. Yeah. I mean, if you look at last year's two major competitions in Europe, both the Champions League and the Europa League, the finals of both of those tournaments were all English finals. 
So it speaks to the 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 you know the sheer strength of the league I as mean, a whole. Definitely getting so popular here in the United States. I mean, it took so it's taken a long time. I feel like it's still not there yet, but no, it's coming. It's it's gonna. It's definitely. Com- I, mean, I I the bar I work at. It's just you know there's we have a we have a de- we have a decent number of Europeans actually that are regulars there and and. And they're talking about it with like Hoboken got like everybody is seems so into it, and I really have to uh, I have to get on board here because I feel like I'm missing out on you know. It's definitely growing. I feel like years ago it was always the World Cup. People get excited about the World Cup and then forget about it for a few years. But now you see more interest, you know, year to year with with other leagues and especially the Premier. Even some of the kids I tutor, they're wearing jerseys, Premier League jerseys, which sure. I've never seen before. So yeah. there's more interest in it. And you can see a lot of like Spanish and Italian and French games too, and, and in Germany. Uh, their league is on Fox now, and uh, if you get BN Sports, you know you can watch a lot of Spanish, Italian, and, uh, and French games too. Well, yeah, sure, that's just it. I mean, uh, having it being that accessible is obviously going to help grow the game. Like Will said, I mean, you have the German Bundesliga on Fox, you have the Serie A, which is the Italian league, you have that on ESPN. So, uh, oh right, you, yeah, on you ESPN know, the, Plus, mo- the more that you have that. Uh, you know, accessibility, I think, the the, the more you're going to reach. I mean, you look over the weekend, Atlanta sold out their stadium in a regular season game, 72,000 people in the Mercedes-Benz wow. Arena. I mean, that's crazy. What's well, I heard in Seattle, I mean, in Seattle, the, uh, the sure. what league, what's the, uh, yeah. the, I mean, the I Sounders. Seattle Sounders, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they always have a big following. You know, those, those smaller markets, if you will, are always the ones that seem to have the biggest following right now in the MLS. Yeah, I mean, the Portland, fans are yeah. out there. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's there, yeah. Sure. I still haven't been to a Red Bulls game. You said it's all, I mean, I've heard nothing but great things. Uh, it's fun. You know, it, um, there's a lot of sports options here in the New York City area, so it's not as well attended probably as some of those smaller markets, but it's definitely a lot of fun. I mean, the product in MLS has a long way to go still, but you know, it's getting there. I mean, it's, it's a lot better now than it was, you know, five, ten years ago for sure. It's great. I, lo- I love that it's on, like I said, I love that it's on early, It's uh, and it seems to be on the season. How long does the season premiere start? seems this? pretty long. It yeah. starts in a week. Yeah, it starts uh, this year, August 9th, and then it ends on May 17th. Wow. Yeah, it's a nice. Uh, it's a long run. Nice lot lots, lots of action. Yeah, out and then there. every summer there's always some kind of tournament going on too. So I mean, there's always something to bet on, if that's what your interest in soccer is. And now, how did you guys? Uh, I mean, I think Drew, you mentioned your 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 parents are from your. Like, how did you decide which team to root for? I guess is because. Uh, hmm. I'm I'm trying to figure out. I have a one of my dearest friends is that lives in London forever, and uh, he's a Chelsea Chelsea's a Chelsea guy. So that's my team, and I, people don't like. I, I guess it gets some flack. Chelsea, I don't know. <laughs> I think regardless, I think unless you're unless you're telling somebody that you support the same team as them, you're going to get some flack regardless. Yeah, it's definitely true. Um, for for me, it was pretty simple. I mean, my family's from Italy, so my cousin used to play for Juventus for their youth team, oh, and wow. so as a as a kid growing up, going over to Italy to visit my family. Family, I was always given Juventus gear. So I didn't really have much of a choice. So for me, it was this is the this is the club you're going to support, and it's been you now know, is that Juventus good because Richard and I were kind of thrust into being Mets Jets fans, and if we could, <laughs> so it's kind of right, like exactly, it's kind of yeah. like if you like the Yankees, then you'd be happy with that, right? If you were if you were forced upon that, yeah, yeah. I mean, Juventus has won the league in Italy the last eight consecutive oh, seasons. Oh, so it worked very, out well. Yeah. It worked out very well. But there was know there was some there was some times there there was some very dark times. You know, less than you know. 15 years ago there were some very dark times so yeah they got caught up in a in a match fixing scandal and uh oh wow had a bunch of points deducted and they were relegated to to Syria B which for, is the second division and yeah. lost you know a handful of players and that was right after Italy won the World Cup in 2006 yeah. oh, big wow. scandal so, so the match was fixing was a ga- it was a gambling gambling got to be right gambling yeah so wow. you talk about you know how big it is gambling is is a big part of European football as a whole I do find the Italians like to. I mean, everybody likes to gamble, but the Italians do it. The Italians do it a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> they do like to a little, bit, a little bit better. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're getting caught, so I, you know, oh, I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> and isn't it the case that if you're in England and you go to a soccer match, you can bet literally right there, right? Oh, so yeah. Be at the yeah, match and bet right, yeah. right at the stadium, yep, which that's is right. that's, a, that's. I mean, I think that's great. Yeah, I think, that's I think eventually they're gonna. I mean, it's 
been a slow process so far, but I think with the money pouring in, they're seeing how much gambling. They're, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. They got to do it. It's inevitable. Because right. uh, Jersey, I think, is now topping monthly. Definitely, it's happened a few months. I don't know if it's every month, but it's topping Nevada now. Oh, surpassing it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crushing it. So yeah. these other states have to be like, what? Let's do this. Yeah, and then, jump uh, on board. Yeah. And then once it's across every, I guess if every every state gets it, then once it's federally, then it'll be you know it'll be everywhere. I would imagine. Which, right. yeah, I guess it's got its advantages and disadvantages, <laughs> but it should be fun. So, um, so we we uh, we obviously touched on the Premier League. So, what are the major leagues for betting? Like, what are the, what what I know? How many leagues? I guess. I you know every European country has their own league. Okay. Um, the ones that I mean I don't know Drew might like dive a little deeper into it than. The, I do, but in terms of like what I would consider betting, just what I know, you know, there's the Italian league, the Serie A, uh, the French league, Ligue 1, um, there's the Spanish league, La Liga, although I don't really mess around with that because that's almost always just like a two-horse, sometimes a three-horse race in that league. Uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, the only teams that really ever have a chance to win. And how many teams are in that league then? 20. Uh, and there's 20, you know, three teams. Yeah, oh, um, yeah, man, yeah. Uh... I have no idea when one of the, another team won that league. league wow. Last. Yeah, I think you got to go back a, a, a ways. Yeah. Uh, if, if, you know, if Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico, I think. Oh, man, there must yeah. be some fans out there that hate those teams. Oh, without <laughs> yeah. Doubt. yeah. Without and there's just so tough. much money in those three teams, and especially Barcelona and Real Madrid. That it's just. I don't know. I, I don't watch that league a whole lot. I, I watch those teams play when they're in the Champions League or some other competition. But and what's the Champions League? Uh, we'll get to that. Okay, in a okay, okay. Right. Let's get to the other leagues. Okay. Uh, so we got um, Germany has the Bundesliga, which uh, is also kind of like a two-horse race there with uh, with Bayern Munich and uh, Borussia Dortmund. There, there's some other teams that sometimes will like play up near the top level, but I mean, Bayern's won it. A whole yeah, bunch Bayern's of times won in a row. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I I like Dortmund this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're they're always later, yeah, they're they're a good team, fun to watch. But uh, I mean, those are the major leagues. Without that I a watch, doubt, yeah, sure, know? sure. And um, yeah, I would say I agree with that. Um, and I guess that's what's confusing me. Are they running simultaneous with the Premier? I know these guys bouncing. Are they on multiple teams, or am I like? I mean, I'm gonna yeah, s- I'm ask a lot of dumb questions. No, no, here. please. Oh. Yeah, they all run pretty much on the same schedule, uh, more or less. You know, from August to May. Uh, the the Russian, MLS, the Russian, the Russian league, league starts earlier just yeah. because the winters are so brutal. Right. They, um, they play during the summer, and MLS also plays during the summer. That's the you know the United States League. Um, but but all the other smaller ones, I feel like like Sweden and Belgium and Portugal, you know, Portugal they all run more or less on the same schedule from August to May. All right. And uh, how long has the Premier League been around? Like when did when was that? Uh, I don't know if you have well, the exact Premier date, League but only approximately was, was ninety two. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Not that long. But yeah. but there's always been like a top division in England. They just they kind of rebranded it and started calling it the Premier League in ninety two. Um, so I mean, like in terms of record keeping, like a lot of people will say, you know, this team's won the top division X amount of times because it sounds a lot better than winning the Premier League X amount of times if your team's never won in the Premier League era. Because not a whole lot of teams have actually won in the Premier right. League era. Okay, and uh, the players now, do they, uh, They I guess they're drawn to the money, right? Or do some of them want to stay in the, the, you know, where I guess what country they came, do they stay in the league? Hmm. I mean, that's a good depends. question. That's a good yeah. question, but it depends. Yeah. Because the the, the, the money is so strong in soccer oh, right Some of these now. contracts, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, um, um, so that, that, that's, that's a tough, that. You know, it's kind of an open-ended question in the sense that a lot of these guys do have loyalty to their clubs, but at the end of the day, when 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 a huge lump of uh, of money is thrown in, in yeah, the when face, they back the truck up, I guess it's yeah. uh, tough to uh, it changes yeah. it changes things real quick. But I mean, some players even have like uh, you know language barriers, obviously, like. Yeah. But uh, but even like homesick issues. I remember you remember uh, Jesus Navas. Yeah, of course. Uh, is a Spanish player, and he went to play at Man City. And he like never really got settled there because he was homesick, and it was like in the news that that was his problem. It's like this is like a wow, you know, a man in his in his middle twenties, a professional soccer player. He just he missed Spain. I, mean, know? I, I love <laughs> Jersey, but let me tell you something. <laughs> the money was right. Yeah, exactly. You're going. Right. You can exactly. always yeah, go back and problem. visit yeah. well, but Jersey. You don't yeah. even have to go back that far. You look at a guy like Gareth Bale, who's a Welsh international and 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 one of the most successful um, British soccer players uh, in recent history, who plays in Spain for Real Madrid, and the team can't try to get rid of him quick enough. But part of that part of that is because he's been there for six years I think five or six years and he's 
he's refused. I mean, I shouldn't say refused, but he's been reluctant to learn the language. He can't speak a lick of Spanish oh, in wow. that time. And and the the club, the president, the players around him resent that um, because, you know, at the end of the day, when you have somebody that's paying you almost a half a million a week in wages, <laughs> Maybe you, you should at least try to learn effort. their language. Sure. Put the effort right. in. Right. right. Exactly. The big yeah. paycheck oh, yeah. every week. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Spain is like a particular case too, where they have like a sort of strong nationalist feeling, you know, especially at Real Madrid. Sure. Um, they, I mean, there's a lot of like interesting political stuff going on in some of these countries, like Real Madrid versus Bar- Barcelona, Barcelona, and um, yeah. So yeah, that that is an interesting situation with Gareth Bale there. But he's he's still not leaving. I guess I don't. He's know. not, and the and the club told him that they didn't want him. They didn't have any plans for him, and he was about to make a move to the Chinese league, uh, wow. which they were offering to pay him a million U.S. a week. And hopefully, oh, wow. in his contract, he didn't have to learn the language. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> that, that he would probably be more difficult. I would, I would right think than so. Learning yeah. Spanish. I would yeah. think so. Chinese would be tough. But this is a guy, you know, who who scored goals in the Champions League final. I mean, he's an amazing player. And they can't. And they can't get rid. Yeah, of him he's quick won enough. big trophies for yeah. that club, and they just don't. They just they don't just, want. They just don't want him anymore. Uh, wow. And now I guess league league play versus uh, tournament play is. is yeah, that, is, so that that can get confusing. I feel like for folks because uh, these leagues don't have playoffs the way that we have here in the U.S. Right? Uh, you play so like the Premier League, for example. There's 20 teams, so you play every other team twice: once home and one away. So there's 38 games in a season, and you get three points for a win, one point for a draw, and whoever has the most points at the end of the season wins the league. That's no it. Playoffs, no playoffs. That's it. Nothing. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So it can um, be determined before, prior to the final. Yeah, it I mean, often is. Yeah, a yeah. couple weeks before if somebody's got a big lead, yeah. But there are still, like, tournaments. Uh, they're just not the same as the playoffs that we have here. And they run concurrently with the league play. So, like, in England, for instance, there's two different cups – there's the FA Cup, which every uh, professional organized team in England can participate in. And uh, it's like 700 and something teams, you know, uh, play in this knockout tournament that ends with a final match the day or the week after. 700 teams yeah, yeah. in a knockout tournament? Yeah, it's crazy. How yeah. Like the Premier League teams don't, don't enter, enter into like, you know, until like the fifth round or something like oh, okay. that. Okay. The, you know, the, so the smaller clubs it. fight it out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. it's great because you always get these Cinderella stories in yeah. these type of tournaments where you have, you know, David versus Goliath and you have these small teams. It's basically like the NCAA tournament. Team. Team. Like, right. It's Cinderella. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then you have the League Cup, which is a. It's a much smaller field, and uh, it's not quite as prestigious a tournament, but they both are running simultaneously to the league season. And then there's also the European tournaments that are happening, like the, the Champions League, which is like the best of the best from each division playing a knockout tournament, and the Europa League, which is like the next best of all the, the leagues playing a different knockout tournament. And then to make it further confusing, <laughs> uh, in the Champions League, there's groups of four, right? And uh, the top two in each group will move on to the knockout stage. The third place team goes to the Europa League and enters that tournament. Oh, my. Man, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like the NCAA. If you get knocked out in the first two rounds, you can join the NIT in the middle. Yes, right. right. Yes. It's interesting. It's, uh, the scheduling of that sounds a It's tough. Sure, yeah, it's a nightmare, it's, sure. It, it, yeah, it's yeah. a lot on these guys. And the Premier plays uh, Saturday, obviously. What's their general, um, you know? Like the, the traditional kickoff time. In England for the Premier League is 3 p.m. on Saturday, which is 10 a.m. here on the East Coast. But they also have early games, uh, and they have one like marquee later game that'll kick off at uh, like a Sunday like, night football type. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, be 12:30 our time um, on Saturday, and then and then they do Sunday games, and sometimes they do Friday afternoon, Monday afternoon games. Oh and man, they play midweek nice. when they have to catch up on games. I mean, there's just it's just soccer all the time. Yeah. That's just the Premier League, you know. So. Yeah. It seems like it's on all. I, I I'll open the bar up at you know I get in there around uh, three thirty three forty five maybe later. But anyway, <laughs> people are always asking. It's on. It seems like it's on all the time. People are like, can you throw the game? I'm like, what game? Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's, you know, I I, I guess I should jump in here. Maybe start uh start betting a little bit. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's uh you know people are into it. And I'm get every year I do get a little more into it. I'm not you know it's still not I'm not quite there, but it's. Uh, yeah, I should point out too. We're only talking about Europe here because that's where it's most popular. But you know, Asia, South America. I mean, there's there's leagues everywhere. Mexico has its own league too, um, and you know, not a lot of people watch those leagues. But 
you can definitely bet on all of well, them. Well, I know they're it's all on there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. When you look up soccer when betting, you, oh, it's yeah, like yeah. stuff. I mean, <laughs> oh, you can amazing. bet on the Ukrainian league. Right? Yep. I mean, you can sure. you can bet on. I mean, it I feel all. like there's stuff to be exploited here. What's going on? Is how are they getting all these numbers? Are they accurately setting the lines for all these guys? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good question, especially like some of those like like the South American like you know Brazilian league. I mean, like you know the numbers for that aren't going to be as accurate as the Premier League because there's not as many. Eyeballs on it, right? Yeah, there's no so. way. I know Richard loves to bet the smaller divisions in college well, football that's the because they right, exploit it. That's can, exactly yeah. right, right? The smaller divisions, you could know as much as the line maker because you're really studying it, and those guys are looking more at the big conferences, and it's probably the same in soccer, right? right? If you find a smaller division that not a lot of people are betting on, you could probably spend enough time that you would know as much as the guy making the line, maybe even more. Yeah, I, I mean, think. it's obviously harder to see those games on TV or on the Internet here but if you, I mean, if you lived in Europe and, you know, I mean, like, for instance, like the Belgian League might be one to, to consider like that, where, like, there, there are actually, like, a lot of good young players that play in that league that get loaned out from some bigger clubs. But not as many people watch it, but you can still bet it. So, you know, I don't know. If you can watch those games, I think sure. that there's, there's some opportunity there. Oh, that's great. And, and what is uh, – so what's the most popular tournament – I mean, in terms of tournament play, what is uh, – Champions the, League Champions in Europe. Yeah, league is Champions the, League yeah. final is, is – you know, like it's the, the pinnacle, Bowl, right? Yeah. You know? It's the pinnacle. But and who won that last year? Was that uh, a Liverpool, Liverpool, right? Liverpool. Yeah, that was a big. Yeah, yeah, it was a decent. That was big. Yeah. But then again, I mean, you're 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 talking to us because European soccer is probably what you know Will and I are most you know uh, comfortable watching, and that's what we spend the most time on. But if you ask somebody in South America what's the biggest tournament, they would probably say Copa Libertadores, which is yeah. the tournament that encompasses all of South America. So it, it, it depends on who you ask. But in terms of popularity here in the States, I would say by far it's the Champions League. And uh, so this club this club play versus international, What do, do guys play? I get a little confused by this too now. Yeah. Do guys play on two different teams? I mean, yeah. yeah, so all again, we've talked about so far is, is club play, right? But yeah. then what a lot of people know is the World Cup, and that's not clubs. You know, that's that's international teams. I know I lost in the, the World Cup. My uh, friend's wife is married to an Argentinian, and uh, mm. who's the who's their uh... Messi? <laughs> and he always disappoints, right? He never. He's uh, got a lot of pressure I don't know if on. He him. always disappoints. The, the, the team, the team disappoints. Lets him down, I feel like the yeah. team always disappoints. There's a lot of pressure, right? Because yeah. he, uh, yeah, they didn't do too well uh, the last sure. last time around. But they were in it, right? Yeah, so when yeah. we speak of the popularity of the game here in the United States, and the fact that the U.S. men's were unable to qualify is yeah. really like a, really it's true. a really a kick, you yeah. know, uh, it, it definitely hurts the, the the growth of the game. I think, at least. Yeah. So a lot of times uh, during the league season, they'll have an international break, so they coordinate, you know, across the whole continent, whichever continent you're talking about, uh, where all those clubs will go on a break, so all those international players can go to their international teams and play in a, you know, World Cup qualifier or a Euro qualifier, or, you know, whatever the the tournament might be. And then in the summertime is when they usually hold the major international tournaments. Right. So that's when the World Cup happens, the Euro finals happen. When do these guys have a downtime? It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it's they don't really have much like, of a break. These yeah. guys are going nonstop. This summer, you know, a lot of the um, the major European players did have kind of a break for the first time in a while. But uh, the South American teams, you know, had Copa America. That's the big South American tournament. And uh, in the U.S., you know, we hosted the Gold Cup for the CONCACAF region. So... Yeah, I mean, some of them just never really, really get a break. They get really burned out. A lot of times you'll see at the beginning of a Premier League season, uh, especially after a World Cup year, some of the stars won't play the first couple of weeks because they're still resting because they have to get, a, you know, contractually like a certain amount of time off. Yeah, after it seems the World like Cup. Const- it's just constant play with a, you know, when they're yeah. playing. On and the then there's injury worries too. I mean, if you can't push them too hard, you know, if you got a guy that you paid, you know, $100 million for or whatever, you, you got to make sure he gets the rest that he needs. Otherwise, you know, he tears a ligament and he's out for the whole season. So. Sure, and these are sanctioned. You know, the the the, the tournaments, to, or I'm sorry, the, the the international play. You know, these are sanctioned by FIFA, and therefore uh, the clubs then release the players to then go ahead and play. So, for example, the the Prem starts August 9th, but then September 6th, um, there's an international break. That weekend, there's an international break where you have the United States playing Mexico here at uh, MetLife. Oh, nice. Right? So there's a guy on Chelsea that is an American international that will then be, you know, barring any injuries, he'll be released to then come back and, and, and play in that. So the the clubs are willing to release. Well, I'm sure it's good for them too because it's good publicity. To an extent, that, though. To an extent. Right. So let's say, for example, if uh, if a player is carrying a little bit of an injury, 
club's going to be reluctant to then release that player because they're the ones that have all that money invested in that player, not the not the nation that they're going to represent. Right. So it, it really depends. Now, when they represent the nations, do they get a flat? Is it like a flat rate, or do the uh, the the better players obviously get more money? I mean, how does that work? Is there so any there's money? No sa- there's no salary attached oh, okay. to it, but right. you're talking endorsements. Yeah. And then you get bonuses as well. Okay. Certainly, you get bonuses. So, right. um, but. You know their bread is buttered by their 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 club team, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you the know. international play is a great chance for players um, to to really make a name for themselves, especially ones who maybe don't play for their club team every week. You know, so I mean, the players always want to get out there and represent their country. Sure, and there's yeah, yeah and that's what I was. That's yeah. a good point. It's a lot I mean, of loyalty. That's, there's there's a lot of pride putting on that 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 you know flag. What whichever country you're representing, there's a ton of pride that goes along with it. So you, you hear a lot of these guys will tell you that it's more important for them playing their country than it is for uh, for their club. Sure. All right, let's get to the, uh, the, the, the what I'm, I'm most interested in. How are we going to make some money on this? What, uh, let's, uh, let's dig Yeah, how do you, uh, right. So if you're, look, if you're looking to bet, so what do you do? First off, do you look at a match and say, I'm going to, figure out who I like in this match, or do you look at a slate of matches and say which one is a good opportunity? Like right, first I'm going to talk first about what I did on Clegg's Corner last year, which is oh boy. very oh. famously not very successful. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what not to That's do. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Good, we'll start yeah. with that. So I was I was focusing on on just match play, like heads-up matches in the Premier League based on you know the teams that, that I watch week in, week out, and sort of know the most about. And uh, that didn't really that knowledge didn't really necessarily help me that much. Um, I mean, part of my problem, I think, was that I was betting on the marquee games every week, which is not always very easy. Yeah, those are the top. I mean, those are, they're going to set those lines to bet. I mean, they're going to be as accurate, obviously, because that's where all the money's going to be coming in on. So yeah, it's tricky. and yeah. and because the Premier League is so competitive, top to bottom, it's pretty unpredictable. Uh, you could have made some money last year just betting, you know, Man City and Liverpool to win every week. They only lost, you know, one game. I think between them, uh, for the whole season right. or something like that. So, oh no, I guess Man City had two losses. But Liverpool, Liverpool had, had, a, had a few ties though too. Yeah, and there were a few draws, but like up. I mean, mostly they just won every week. Sure. You know, um, but now, do the bookies take a. I mean, are these bet are these shops taking a bath on. I know you have to lay a lot of money, but are people just riding these these teams? I mean, I, no, because everyone's always trying to bet the underdogs and make more money. You know, oh, so. Wow. And that's they, I mean, the beauty, they know how to juice it, you know? Sure, yeah. but that's the beauty of the Premier League specifically is that there's um, a lot of parity throughout the league. So, uh, you know, the 20th team can always beat the number one team. I mean, that's yeah. what's great about the Premier League. And that's re- where rele- – I mean, we really didn't discuss the relegation, but how many teams get relegated every year? Three. three? Yeah. In the Premier League, in, it's three teams go league. down and then three teams come up from the division below. And how many teams are in the division below? 24. 24, okay. Yeah. And they play more games because yep. of that. Wow. Yeah. So they, yeah. they have 46 games. And then uh, and they and then they have relegation in their division as well. And it, you oh, know, it goes down. Division? There's four sure. divisions in England. Oh, man. I wish they four would. Four professional bring us here divisions. In American in England, sports. You know? I right, love but the that's relegation. The, that's the debate, too, yeah. in the MLS, is that that's really how you're going to grow the league. But they don't want to do it because they can't, like some of those clubs, if they got relegated, they, they, can't I mean, they would it. fold. Yep. Yeah. They'd be done. Yeah. So, um, so th- I then started, you know, talking to Drew. Uh, my wife works with Drew, and so you know we start chatting about soccer, and and uh, and he's telling me about his strategy, which is mostly parlays, hmm. and uh, and so I started doing that when Clay scored. I was <laughs> not more successful for sure, but it was a lot closer. I mean, you guys saw a lot of times I started getting close. like you know two out of the three, three out of the four. Which you know, if I'd just been betting them straight up, of course, sure, you know, but you're like uh, stacking making money favorites again. on. I guess is that what the idea is? Stacking favorites on these parlays to kind of uh, usually see enough to lay as much. Usually, usually, yeah. and then and then again, you you throw one or two teams in there that you think have a have a pretty good chance to to pull off the upset, and then you know your your return is a lot greater. And how many teams are you? Uh, you oh, it depends. Generally, Me specifically, uh, do you have a general? You specific. Gen- gen- generally, or? generally it depends. Like this summer, I was kind of getting a little out of control, uh, just picking probably more than I should have. I'm putting like 10, 12 team parlays together. Oh yeah, I'm determined. I told I, I'm determined to do to hit a nine teamer on, on DraftKings. I've been trying <laughs> unsuccessfully, but, I mean, but it's it, 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 it's tough. I, it's funny. I was looking at like the analytics on. 
DraftKings itself, and I looked at like my winning percentage, right overall. Oh God, they was, keep track of that. <laughs> yeah, they do. I don't want to know. And that. so I was, uh, my my selections were at about seventy six percent, right? But since I do so many parlays, I was down to like thirty eight percent because instead of you know winning. Nine out of nine, I'm getting seven out of eight. I'm getting ten out of twelve, yeah. right? So, but that ultimately, my win loss is uh, is far less than it should be, as as opposed to if I was just going straight up. But I didn't the realize DraftKings not there. keeps all those uh, stats. Oh, they do. Yeah, 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 you don't want to. You don't want to destroy <laughs> my. Uh, <laughs> we don't want that information. I mean, well, before before I mean uh, before it became legal. Um, I was doing a lot of it on a website out of the country. Oh yeah, like the uh, over, offshore account. Offshore, yeah, yeah, yeah. specifically in Antigua. Okay. And uh, I would keep a whole spreadsheet of to what I was what I was placing, what I was wagering, what I was winning, losing, all that stuff. Wow! So, all I used to do was just pay my bookie every two months. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's I do the same thing, Drew, and that's the be- and it, it's painful. I hate it doing is. it. But it's the best way you get better as of a course, gambler to keep course. track of all that stuff and see what works and that what doesn't like work. Seems like a lot of work. It's right. a lot of work and it's it's a pain, it but is. it's you, it is. you get better that way. Certainly. And I was doing a lot of parlays, you know, just within the Premier League. But Drew will often throw in teams from different leagues all in the same parlay, which right. is something I'm probably going to start playing around. So, with I, like I said before, I mean, I, I watch every. Oh, I would say four out of the, you know, however many major leagues there are throughout Europe. So whether it's England, Germany, Spain, and Italy, uh, I, I'm pretty well versed in what's going on among, in those leagues. So therefore, I'm a little bit more comfortable uh Putting, you know, mixing the parlays. Well, I up. think those parlays are attainable. When I said before, I'm trying to. Do, I, I haven't done it all summer because we're down to just baseball. But my my theory on hitting a nine teamer is is not soccer related, but using different sports because you're not going to pick nine winners in the NFL. But right. maybe you could pick three NFL sure. games, three <laughs> hockey games, three, and it's a similar. And I think that's the way you do hit those parlays is picking the best. You know, taking the best games that you feel most comfortable from multiple. You know, sport not not from the same. Yeah, I mean, even if you if you do like multiple leagues in soccer, like you're talking about stacking favorites. I mean, like we talked about the Spanish league, and there's three teams in that league that dominate. You know, so most of the time they're playing against one of the minnows. So you're getting like a game, almost a gimme, right? By picking one of those, yeah, right. Throwing that in the parlay, right? So you know, if you're going to take Barcelona against Real Betis, and the line is Barcelona minus nine fifty, right? What what kind of return are you going to get on a game if you just take Barcelona straight up? But if you if you compound that with four or five other teams that you know are considered favorites, uh, you know. Your payout is going to be far better. Have you ever? I hit one. I've, like I said, I put a lot of them in. Embarrassingly, I'll admit to that. But I did. I did hit a six teamer once. That was uh, that was the best uh, best I've ever uh, I've ever done. It was uh, last year on New Year's Eve. It was a good start, a good end to my year, and then things went awry in the playoffs. But uh, have you ever hit any big any? Uh, I have. I, I've been I've been pretty lucky. I'm actually just pulling up one that I hit the other day. It was a nineteen parlay. Wow! That I had. Yeah. But that nice. kind of crossed that kind of crossed in a little bit. It was a little bit of MLS yeah. and a little bit of Major League Baseball, which is something that I tend to shy away from. Yeah. But it was just one of those days where the stars were aligned and 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 it hit. I agree. I I, I totally agree with there. You can definitely hit them if you if you do different sports or different leagues because uh, again, picking nine baseball games is impossible. No, it's impossible. But, yeah, but it's that's great in nine teamer. Yeah. But that's one thing that we talked that we we didn't really touch on is the MLS is that I. I've started to find that, and I don't really have any st- statistical uh, data to to back it up, but what I've started to really notice is that whether it's because the league is not as strong um, or what, but there's a lot of goals scored in these games. So for me, I've started to um, bet overs the over on yeah, yeah. And, uh, and what is and the general is there a general number a lot of i feel like a lot of uh, do they have a what's the usual over on usually yeah. i mean it, it can go it, you can go to seven and a half obviously right but um, generally i feel comfortable always like laying down one you know at, at a point and a half goal yeah. and a half you know minus 400 and you do that over the course of six games you know uh the likelihood is is, is pretty strong for example there was three MLS games on last night 
and two out of the three were over one and a half. There you go. So, and then the night before that, it was like eight games, and all of them were over a goal and a half. Oh man! And the over, betting the over is the best thing in any, no matter what sport you're watching. It's yeah. the way to it's more yeah. fun. Just rooting for definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely, more fun. definitely. I, you know, we touched on this before, but I feel like we should come back to it now and talk about like why the match plays so difficult. Uh, it's because of that the third bet, the draw. Mm. You know, that's I mean, how many times did that get me last year? You know, it's and the killer. parlays too, where it's like killer. I would get the first couple games, and then then a, you know the third game would be a draw, and, and it's, just, it's yeah. usually like in the ninetieth minute. Oh yeah, it's always the ninetieth minute, right? Like an extra that. time, you know, yeah, the worst. Yeah, so it makes it t- yeah because in other sports, if you have a parlay going, you can hedge it at the end right. if you get everything in except for the sure. last one. But yep. here, there are three sides, so it makes it tougher to makes hedge. It a lot, makes it a lot more difficult, and you can get some of the games with a um, you know a bet no draw. But then the odds are just the odds. Yeah, it's yeah, terrible. Absolutely. But what I like to throw in sometimes too is uh, first half. First half either win, first half draw, uh, first half loss. If I if I'm feeling pretty confident on a team, uh, sometimes I'll take them to win the first half, um, and and you know that just helps the odds. For example, like we talked about a stronger uh, favorite of a team, right? If they're playing a, a, a team in the bottom of the the, the league, you know. You take them to win the first half because the likelihood that they're going to score and win the first half is probably greater. So the odds, you know, you just get better odds. Or last year, like if, you know, my team is Arsenal, as you probably already know if you listen to the show ever, but uh, they were a second-half team last year, oh, yeah. the whole year. You yeah. know, if you just bet them second half all year instead of, like, betting them for the whole match like I often did, uh, you would have won a lot of money. <laughs> you know? um, so the other, the other thing that we – bet in soccer really i guess is futures and uh since it's right before the premier league starting you know it's a good time to talk about it richard and i have been betting futures for i don't know what five six years i think in the so yeah. now and uh we've yet to win oh wow <laughs> we've yet to win what <laughs> futures on what though what sport in soccer you, or the premier league, league. league. Premier league. now you're betting with your league. heart or so you thinking, well that's the uh, problem a little, both. A little well, both yeah that's yeah. the problem we've we started betting with your heart well, we've gotten close yep, a bunch sure of times. Have, yeah. We've always had a team in contention. Yep. This past year, we came really close. So who'd you bet? Right, we had last year. Yeah. We we had Liverpool um, was our our bigger bet. That's a heartbreak. That's a heartbreak. It was yeah. one point, right? Yeah, one they point. lost one game. One they lost one, one game. They lost one game. They lost second place. If they had won a game, they had tied. They would have won it, right? Their points. Their points total was high enough that in any other year ever, they would have won the league. Oh man, that's a tough beat. Yeah. No, that was tough. So that Did was you hard. both take Liverpool to win the league last year? Yeah, we, yeah. We, we pulled together and we took Liverpool and then we put smaller bets in on Chelsea and Arsenal. And those obviously were uh, yes. not really in contention. Yes. What, do you remember what, the, what, are the, what are the, basically, what are the odds you're getting on these for the future? Like the, uh, for last year yeah. what we had, I think we had Liverpool like plus 250 or 275 or uh, something like that. And then uh, the other ones were Chelsea, higher. Were, yeah, Char- Chelsea was probably like 15 to 1. Arsenal was like 20 to 1. I mean, you know. Arsenal's obviously betting with my heart. Chelsea was hoping to be like more of a sneaky pick, but the manager they had last year really didn't work out, and they underperformed the whole year. So they ended up in fourth place, but they probably should have been. And now that manager you know, is managing the club that I support. Yes, so. that's right. Oh, boy. So good luck with that. <laughs> well, you know, he is an Italian, so now he's back in Italy. So yeah, he can smoke his cigarettes now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do like betting the futures, though, in the Premier League, especially because, in, and in that case, I think the fact that there aren't playoffs makes it more interesting because – you don't have to sweat the play. Like if your team's in contention, you just have to make sure you win the league. And you got a lot of bang. For, I mean, it'd be nice to win one, but you do get a lot of bang for your buck. And you, every week they're games, and you're following it, and you see your team. And this year, I mean, we we looked good for a while. I think we were in front, right? Yeah. For a little, no, you know, Liverpool and, and Man and City were neck and neck, neck, the, whole neck year. the whole way. Yeah. So and Liverpool was, won the Champions League, which is the big prize. You know, I mean, they were a great team. They should have. But if you ask any diehard league. Liverpool supporter, they tell you they want the league over the Champions League. Yeah. Because they've won the, they haven't, they have not won the Premier League. Liverpool, they've won the top division, but it's been a long time since before the Premier League was incorporated. They've won the Champions League what four times in the last, uh, you know, fifteen twenty yep. years, but not the Premier League. So that's tough. But uh, we also we've we've had some success doing futures on the World Cup, the last two World we Cups. Have. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the um, you know uh, five years ago when the Germany Argentina final was on, we had both teams we actually. Did. Yeah, and then I had France for for this past you know World Cup too. So maybe I should just stick to betting. You no, know, another World another, Cup. another future <laughs> bet though that doesn't necessarily have to be uh, who's going to win the league. You can always pick Golden Boot winners too, yep. which is the highest score in the league, which um, you know 
players to develop a track record and you kind of have a good idea as to where they're going to finish in terms of goal scored throughout the season. So that's always one to, to kind of keep in mind. Yeah. Like I won, I won big in the futures uh, in the World Cup with Griezmann as the golden boot scorer. Mm-hmm. So so uh, when does the Premier League uh, kick off here? When, when, what are we looking at? It's this this Friday, August 9th. It's the first game. It's a Friday afternoon game. Oh, it's Friday afternoon. Nice. I yeah. love it. And what uh, what do we have? Who's uh, who's who's starting to get things started here? We got Liverpool, our picks from last year, and then uh, and Norwich City. They're a newly promoted team. They've been in the Premier League not too long ago, so they're back up in the Premier League now. Oh, so Liverpool's going to be a huge uh, favorite. Uh, yeah, and they're at home, yeah. too. So. They're going to be yeah. <laughs> huge, huge. It's yeah. almost worth laying the wood, I would think. I would I mean, say take it? take Liverpool and the over, maybe. Yeah. You know, whatever it's set up. Parlay that. Be, yeah, yeah, they're going to be looking to come out. I think and, that's and pretty strong. strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Throw in a couple, sprinkle a couple of preseason football games in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I'm gonna. All right. I'm definitely gonna bet that game is fry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump right in. I'm gonna try to. Uh, you know. I'll get behind. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm determined this year because so many people are so into it, and it just seems like a great sport to watch. I just can't. I'm not quite there yet, but it's a. It, I think that's a good game to kind of start off. Uh, the the one thing I will say is that as the season, I tend to just kind of play it cautiously in the beginning of the season just because so many things uh, can can happen, especially in the first couple games. You know, not everybody's fit. Not everybody's ready. Um, that happens in the NFL. It's always like one or two absolutely. crazy uh, absolutely. outcomes. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, like, to me, I, I would, if you know, I bet. And I would use, I would probably take Liverpool in that game. So I'll put my entire bankroll on it, right? But <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised to see if Norwich don't get a result there yeah. and just shock everybody day one. You know, wow. that's usually right or wrong. I yeah, mean, it usually no, is, definitely the beginning is of the season is always wonky. Yeah, you know, Harry Kane is one of the best players in the Premier League. Plays for Tottenham, and and every August he just comes out looking terrible. You know, he and enjoys that, his downtime. And they, I need, guess. Yeah. they need him, and they need him, and and Tottenham always has a slow start, and then. You know, as soon as September rolls around, Kane catches on fire, Tottenham starts playing better. It's like clockwork. Right. But, you know, this year, it'll, it'll probably be different <laughs> now that I've said it out loud. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah play, come out you're going to anti-mush Arsenal, too. Yeah, yeah, Arsenal yeah, probably, yeah. Really. But, I mean, speaking of futures, too, I mean, I like, you know, Tottenham is not a team that I. I don't think really has a concrete chance of finishing, you know, top of the league. I think it, I think again, it's going to be a two-horse race between City and Liverpool. But uh, at plus eighteen hundred for Tottenham to win the league, you know, it's it's pretty good return. You throw a hundred bucks on them, you you, you know, you pay out nineteen hundred. It's not it's not terrible. Um, I th- you know, it could be something that you could throw out there. Well, I'm jumping in this Friday. That's it. I'm. Uh, I guess I'm. Gonna, I'll, I'll go with liver. And you can bet. Can you do it like uh, baseball? You can bet a goal line and get better odds. I think I've seen that option. Like baseball, you can bet minus one. If you want to bet a favor, you can bet the run. It's called the. You know. Sometimes it depends yeah. on. Yeah, it depends on like if it's a heavy favorite or not. You might get that option. Okay. And Good. can you bet lot li- like? Can you bet live or Absolutely. only? Oh, yeah. oh, so even oh, while yeah. the play is going on, you can oh, bet yeah. live. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. That's, That's dangerous good. too. Good. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like if you're watching a match and one team has the better of the play and they're attacking, attacking, yeah, attacking. Yeah, I almost did it. I almost that, did it this right? weekend because the the last preseason game of the of the year before the Premier League starts is called the Community Shield, and it's uh, it's the Premier League winner versus the FA Cup winner, and. Uh, and this year it was um, Man City won both actually. So uh, so Man City played against Liverpool because they finished second in the Premier League. And uh, I wasn't watching the game, but I, I checked the score, and it was one nothing Man City kind of late on, like in like the sixty something minute. And I saw the odds, you know, the live odds. It was like a huge uh, number for the draw, and I'm like. There's no reason Liverpool can't just score a goal and then they can draw and go into penalties. You know, it's exactly what happened. Of course, because I didn't bet it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. that's that story but, uh, but that's been. that's very juicy. Like when something like that's happened. Yeah, well somebody gets teams. a chip or somebody gets a chippy goal. Like yeah, a cheap yeah, goal, it, can, it can happen yeah. quick. It's funny yeah. you say that because I bet the the live uh, over one and a half. So when it was one nothing, I bet that there would be another goal in the game. So. How late did that happen? Did it, did it get seventy six minute or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. not so long after I decided not to. All right, well let's uh, let's figure out who we're gonna who we're taking. I mean, we're about to kick off uh, this week, so uh, what 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 are we what are we looking at for the our futures to win the 
to win the whole thing this year. All right, so I you know I checked it out on DraftKings uh, like I do, and and the the favorite is Man City to win for the third year in a row, and uh, they're minus two hundred. Wow, that's just such a boring bet. Yeah, throw the favorite out. I love. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, and they're a great team. I mean, they're probably gonna win. They haven't lost anybody. They're getting back uh, this guy who's maybe their best player who's injured most of last year. They won without him last year. I mean, he was there, but he was he was hurt for a lot. This uh, Belgian kid, Kevin De Bruyne, he's amazing. Wow. And uh, and now he's gonna be back at full strength, you know, unless he gets hurt again. But, and they I mean, strengthened their squad in the summer as well. Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they're probably gonna win, but uh, yeah, it's boring to bet the the favorites. So yeah. Liverpool finished one point back last year, won the Champions League. They haven't lost anybody. They're plus two seventy five. So, oh I yeah. Mean, that's, that's definite. Uh, that's a no-brainer to me. Yeah. I gotta, think that's good money. Yeah. Got to throw down on that. Yeah, the fact that they were neck and neck the whole year, and that one of them is plus two seventy-five, and the other one's minus two hundred. You got to go with the one that's plus two seventy-five. Yeah, I think they have a lot of motivation too to come back, and and they were right with Man City. So one point. Yeah, I and think you know a, a couple bet. of key injuries to Man City could derail their whole season early on. You know, they say you can't you can't win the Premier League in August, but you can lose it. You know, and if sure. they had a slow start. Uh, or a couple, you know, their strikers in particular get injured, and the goals dry up. Uh, yeah, it's. But Liverpool's if this weekend was any indication as to how the season's going to play out, City beat Liverpool again, just barely, just barely. <laughs> yeah, exactly, oh, really? just barely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah. and penalties. Oh, you know. So yeah. is it like college football? Like, how many losses basically can you sustain and still win it? Like in years past, I mean, I mean, you, City, I think lost twice last year. So you basically right? have to. I mean, you can only. But Liverpool only lost one game to City, one wow. nothing. At City, you know, I mean, the toughest game that of the year, brutal. and they didn't win. Yeah, that is a rock. It's, it's tough. Yeah, it's like it's college tough. football. I'm gonna, uh, I'm taking Chelsea. It's my team, Jeff Sineski, my buddy over in uh, Europe. Uh, yeah. We're we're getting on board here. Thirty three to one. Thirty three to one. Pretty long odds. And uh, I mean, what do you guys think of, of the? It's chances long. It's this long year? odds, and 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 I like that better than taking a favorite. But you know, the, the fact that they had a transfer ban imposed on them. What's a what's a transfer ban? So it it, it did not allow. So you have in European football, you have two windows: um, a summer window and a and a winter window in which you can conduct your business, where you can buy and sell players. Players. Chelsea were investigated and found guilty of tampering with um, players that were underage that did not have professional contracts. Um, so therefore, UEFA imposed a transfer ban on them, meaning they could not buy or sell anybody in the it's summer. Basically, the same well, they could exact. Sell. They could sell. They, they could sell. I'm sorry. You, you can't register new players, so you so, could even actually buy a player, but you can't register them. So you'd have to like immediately loan them back out or something. You just can't. You can't bring anybody new in. You can't put them on. The basically, books. be the exact exact yeah. same team as exact last same year. team minus yeah. their best player who wow. they actually sold yeah. to Real Madrid. No He's been wanting to go away for to years. One. Yeah, and, and so, he finally went to. Real and they have Madrid. a new coach, but the new coach is is a Chelsea. Um, you know, legend. So I think that he brings another dynamic to the club. I, I don't hate the pick. I think uh, you know I, I'd prefer to take that over Liverpool. To be yeah. honest with you, I mean the odds are, are huge. I can't. Uh, and they can't, do have one argue. new player. They have uh, the USA kid Christian Pulisic, who's who's great. You know, and they're hoping he's going to replace Eden Hazard, who's the one. Who and this summer, he's Real looked Madrid. he's looked really good this summer. Yeah. His debut, he came on and uh, scored two goals and and won a penalty in ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, that's got fans excited for sure. Uh, without a doubt, not, you know, I think yeah. I think Chelsea will surprisingly have a you know. A, a fairly strong season. Again, it's it's really tough to pick against City and Liverpool just because of uh, of what they've done. Dominance. But, you know, I, City for me. You know, they, they they had a stronger summer uh, in terms of the market than than Liverpool did. So wow. it's going to be tough. Yeah, it is. And they've. I mean, they both have great coaches. And I, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be a two horse race. But uh, I'm going to make one more pick. I know this is going to shock everybody. I'm going to take Arsenal. Homer alert. Yep. Here we but, go. But here's why. It's 50 to 1. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm going to throw 20 down yeah. to win 1,000. I mean, come on. Juicy. Yeah. you got to do that. How am I not going to do that? You're going to be watching the games okay. anyway, screaming at the television. Yeah. Have some money. Arsenal, Arsenal will, will, I'll tell you what. Yeah, Arsenal yeah. will always be in every single match because they have the ability to score goals. Oh, yeah. The offense is outrageous. Yeah. Unfortunately, so, the defense is And that's uh, the problem. And that's, you know, they, they say defense overs. wins championships. Bet the overs. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> Back to the I mean, to me, they have the most one of the most formidable uh, striking partnerships throughout all of Europe. And they just added this kid, Nicolas Pepe, to the side. Ivorian uh from Lille. winger yeah. From Lille, from, yeah and he and he's great and they spent uh 80 million on him 
but he's not a defender. I don't understand why they couldn't just spend all that money on a defender. That's all we all Well, we you need. see when United spent $80 million on Harry yeah. Maguire over yeah. the weekend. Looks like so. a better buy. Yeah. Could be. Um, and who? But, uh, uh, what do you think? Do you have any? Uh, any uh, I mean, listen. It, it, it pains me to even like these words to even come out of my mouth, just because <laughs> I don't like the club at all. But I, I, I don't think. I think that again, um, kind of in line with Chelsea. Uh, I think United could do some. Listen, the window is still open. There's still business to be conducted. So this could all change in 24 hours. And when uh, is it kind of clo- when are they? The window closes on the 9th. Oh, no, no, wow. it closes oh, on, the, on the 8th. Sorry, yeah, the, the day, day before. before. The day before. Okay. So it closes so this is new. Thursday. This is new as of last year. Right. The, the window used to stay open for like the first three or four weeks of the season. But it has to be locked which, down uh, by a, yeah, and yeah. managers would go nuts, you know, cuz it's like you have guys who want to leave and it causes like disruptions within the team and, and they finally changed it last year. Which so is now better. It's definitely better. Definitely better. So the window only in England, the window closes the day before the season start right. starts. But in the rest of Europe it's still open, so they can still sell players to other European teams. Which is still a little bit problematic, but uh but the English teams can't buy any more players. Yeah. So I think I think United could have a chance. I don't think they're going to finish the season with the coach that they have now. Yeah. I think it was a mistake that they appointed Solchar as their the the you know their the their gaffer. But I think United could ruffle some. What's feathers. the number? You're probably in a good number on that. It's then. it's same as Chelsea. Yeah, thirty three wow. to one. Thirty three right. to one. Nice. So. I I don't know. I I wouldn't bet United or Tottenham. I think they're both going to do the same thing they did last year, which is just chances know, are just float around underperform below, below yeah. Liverpool and City, but. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm betting Arsenal at fifty to one. So what? Right. The hell do I, do? <laughs> I see one bet. I have a question about. You can bet a team to finish in the top six, mm-hmm. right? So Liverpool to finish in the top six are minus ten thousand. That's a slam dunk. Well, but here's the Guaranteed. thing. Guaranteed. You're getting one percent on your money. How yeah, long yeah. does the Premier League last? And what is what is a bank's interest rate net right now? Well, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. That. you're getting one percent for an bet. eight month bet. Right. Well, what is terrible, the idea of that? Bet. There's a for all the bad investors out there who yeah. really can't pick a stock. What's the line on like Chelsea or United to finish in top six? All right, so Chelsea is minus four fifty five. Yeah, see even that. And United is minus five hundred. Right. So and what's Arsenal? It's, Arsenal is minus 400. Oh, that's better. But wow, be ship that's it. Be, that's better. Top four, though. Top four, Arsenal is plus 125. Oof. United plus 100. Chelsea like plus Right, but that, so, so, so from what? four to six, it's a it's huge a big it's, difference. Yeah, it's a big wow. difference because there's a big, I guess, drop-off well, after the, the top the, six The top teams. four teams are the ones who make the Champions League for the following year. So it's a huge thing money. to finish. Battling it out for that fourth spot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Money. Yeah. It's all about the money. Yeah. That's why I'm Makes surprised sense. Arsenal's only plus 125. Uh, I mean, I guess the money's moving on them or something because it should be like plus 1,000. <laughs> They're not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. This is why I'm throwing away $20 of them to win the whole thing. Uh, all right, so Drew, you want to talk about the other leagues? I, I you know... I never really bet the other leagues in the futures, but uh, sure. I mean, where would you want to start? Germany? You want to start Spain? Let's Italy? start in your favorite in Italy. So again, in speaking in 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 Italy, uh, for me, uh, just with what's gone on in the winter in the summer transfer window, rather, I don't. There's teams that have done some good business, um, but in terms of where they lie against Juventus, to me, it's it's it's. It, it's their league to lose. Um, so therefore, for me, Italy, uh, you know, it's kind of... And let me just start by saying I never bet Juventus. And that's your club. That's you my club. Earlier, that's yeah. my team. Okay. I don't bet with my heart. I never bet Juventus. I always stay away from them. Now, are they the favorites? They're by far the yeah. favorite. Yeah. I think oh, they're yeah. minus 225. Wow. So, um, you know, I. but that's good money. I mean, that that's almost... There's no such thing as a sure thing, but... It, it, it's as close to it. That's um, not a bad number to lay on a dominant, I mean, team in any sport. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, it's yeah. almost the same as what you're getting for City, City. and Premier sure. League. But yeah. Juventus won eight times. In right. Row. And there's wow. the, and, and, and the league. You know, Juventus also won last season. I think by a margin of 15 points. So it was it was over it with was six done. or seven games to go. Yeah, I mean, they were already the best team for a long time, and then they got Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. Mm. Oh, I've heard and now that they guy. just and now they just signed who. Uh, some might say was the most sought after defender in, in, yeah, in European football. Yeah. So you know they're they're shoring up a couple things there. So I think you know for them, for me, that's that's easy money. I would say the only thing working against them is they got that former Arsenal goalkeeper, <laughs> Chesney. Chesney. 
He's, yeah. a, he's a bit of a wild card. He is. He is a wild card. Last year, I will say, though, he stepped up. He played well. He played really, yeah. really well. No, I kid. He's a great goalkeeper, actually. But he's then in the, same, in the same breath, they also brought Buffon back, who's another club legend. So Yeah, and he can he can mentor Chesney if he No question it, about so. it. Yeah, they're, they're going to win. 41 years young. So yeah, so so in Italy, in terms of Italy, um, I, I would I would really stay away from uh, you know anybody else. What I know about in, filling out the top four in Italy. Inter, so so Inter. I don't know what those lines are. I don't know what those numbers are. But I know for futures, you know, Napoli is plus six hundred. Inter's plus four hundred. Uh, not nearly as good odds as as you see in the Premier League. But uh, top four finishes. I think I think it's going to be Juventus. Napoli, Inter, and maybe Milan. AC right. Milan depends. It's been a maybe. long time since it's they It's been did a well. very long time, and it, you know, again, uh, financial troubles for that club. So it would be good to see um, them back in it. But I think I think you can put it in the bank. Juventus, Inter, Napoli will be your top three in no particular order. And that, that league kicks off the same, about the same time. I can't yeah, remember. I think we talked I about think it, it earlier, I think it's but. the nineteenth that it starts. It's okay. a little bit. It's a little bit after. Oh, it's coming out. It's yeah, it's, kind of, it's right okay. behind it. Right okay, behind cool. it. Uh, it's the the, uh, the English English Premier League always kicks things off. And then, what are the leagues? Uh, do you follow uh, any of the other uh, leagues close? I mean, so I yeah, I, I mean, in, in particular, Spain and Germany. But if we're, if we're talking Germany, just because I like um, what what in Germany, what Borussia Dortmund have been able to accomplish. They're kind of the underdog. Not not so much the underdog, but they're always kind of you know second fiddle to Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich is the the, the big club in Germany, uh, the club that usually tends to always win. Um, but I think that Dortmund's done a lot better business this summer. Uh, Bayern have lost a lot of players and haven't really signed any, um, and, and therefore I would take Dortmund at plus 400 to, to win the league and kind of be a shock, but not that big of a shock. Yeah, Bayern got old and, and just didn't replace the guys who left. No, I mean, you, know? look, I mean, you look, you, you lost Ribery, Robin, Jaimes Rodriguez, Rafinha. You lose those guys, and then you don't bring anybody else yeah, in. Matt Hummels went back to Dortmund. Hummels went back to Dortmund, right, which is, which, which is huge. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. But, uh, I, again, the window's not closed yet, so there's still time to do business. Uh, things can change, but I, I, like, I like Dortmund at plus 400. Yeah, the one tricky league. thing with Dortmund is that they're what's called a selling club. You know, they, they tend to develop young players. They turn out to be so good that they just can't stay at Dortmund anymore. They, they're worth too much. They get interest from big teams like, you know, from Bayern or Real Madrid or, you know, or Arsenal well, loves buying Dortmund players too. <laughs> and, uh, and off they go. But then they manage always to just come up with somebody new. So it's pretty impressive what they do there. Absolutely. Never mind the players. As a fan, it seems like you, when's your downtime? It's, it's a lot to follow. Never. Yeah. Never. It's like yeah, constant. I'm always plugged into this stuff. Always. Oh, yeah. It's always. Nuts. That's it's why my wife is dreading the next like two weeks coming up because it's <laughs> like I am glued to the television Saturdays and Sundays. Sure. Like That's Christmas. It. Oh, yeah. uh, you're on Christmas Boy. Eve here for That's a, it. like a That's kid it. here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Getting rid of being sports did a lot for my for my marriage. I think. <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a very good way. Yeah. 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 But then. And then, and then, talking the Spanish league again. Uh, Will mentioned it before. It's a, it, you know, it's a three-team race there between Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Atletico Madrid. Um, I, you know, Atletico did some business. Barca, you know, b- bought bought Atletico's best Atletico's, player. Yeah. You know, <laughs> best player. So I think again, I think personally, I think it's uh, Barcelona's league uh, to win again. Yeah, um, Real Madrid has had a terrible preseason. Terrible preseason, and it just seems that they're kind of a mess altogether between yeah. what's going on with Bale, and then the club is buying players that the coach doesn't want, and uh, there seems to be some tension already brewing over there in Madrid, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, again, the, the, the futures for, um, for the Spanish league, Barcelona is at minus 200 to win the league. Um, but, you know, Atletico at plus 1,100. So, you know, there's some good money there. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting bet. It's an interesting bet for sure. Like I said, you know, they lost Griezmann, who was, you know, questionably their best player, but they've also strengthened their team as well. They signed Trippier from Tottenham. And the, you know, uh, the Portuguese kid, Jao Felix from yeah, Benfica. Yeah. So there's there's definitely some some, you know, there's some play there. And yeah. then the French League, I mean, forget it. The French League is PSG. There's it's not even a competition. <laughs> I don't even think it's really worth speaking the about. The French League is is a weird league. It's it's uh 
I mean, it's kind of entertaining just because like PSG has all this money, you know, and nobody else does. But uh, the teams that are like you know two, three, four, five, like they they scrap it it's out. It's always competitive. Yeah. I mean, you know, between Nice, they fight it out for second place, basically. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah, but Lyon and Lille and those teams, like they're they're usually pretty good. Uh, but PSG is kind of a cut above just because they spent all the money. They have you know they have Neymar, who you guys probably know from yeah Brazilian team, and, and this kid, this French kid, uh, Kylian Mbappe, who's you know, kind of a sensation. He's um, going to shatter the transfer record whenever he decides yeah, to when he does PSG. Move, yeah. He'll be the most expensive player ever. Oh, really? Oh, by far. What's yeah. his name? Kylian Mbappe. Mbappe. I yeah. like that. That's. Uh, I think he's 19 yeah. or 20 years yeah. old or something like that. He had a. I mean, he had a breakout season a few years ago at Monaco, and then PSG spent a lot of money to buy him. And then this he had past a great World Cup. World too. Cup. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, the French league is, is. I think it's fun to watch though. It's a highly technical league. You know, the, the players have a lot of great technical skill. It's not as physical as, like, say, like, English League or, you know, or even, like, the Spanish League or something. But uh, I don't know. I, I have fun watching it. It's a good league. I mean, it, yeah. it's a good league, but there's just, you know, there's a there's a clear-cut fa- clear cut favorite. And, yeah. And, you know, it's and there are most of these leagues just a clear-cut favorite. I just noticed, you know, on DraftKings, uh, a lot of those leagues you can you can find in the Futures tab a bet uh, that doesn't include the favorite. So, like, in the Italian League, you can – Go to the tab that says "Winner Without Juventus," and you have different odds on all the other teams. Oh wow! And I think they probably—I mean, That's I'm sure good. they have that for for the French league too. They have to. I would I would imagine yeah. so. And those odds are probably insane. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's 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 a lot of betting to be done. I wish we had the time to go through all the options, but we'd be here for hours. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm jumping in. This is it. I'm gonna challenge Clegg's corner. I think uh, we we should throw a weekly uh, pick in like we do with the uh, football games in uh, in September. What do you think, Will? Hey, I'm up for whatever. If we're talking about soccer, I'm happy to do it. I don't even care if I win or lose the bets. (laughs) 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 All right, a quick recap of our our picks here for for the futures. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Chelsea at 33-1. to Will is going to uh, jump in. Well, he's going to do. He's going to bet two ways. He's going to bet with his head on Liverpool plus two seventy five and his heart on Arsenal fifty to one. Uh, Richard is going to is going to be on Liverpool as well at uh, plus two seventy five and uh, and Drew's going with United thirty three to one. I hate that pick already. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> not Let's as much on. as I hate mine. <laughs> I like uh, I like it. It's uh, it's juicy juicy odds. I may sprinkle a little on all these picks and hopefully one of us will uh, manage to uh, to get it right. All right. Uh, anything uh, we want to plug uh, this week? Uh, I just want to plug, you know, some spots around Hudson County to watch soccer. Uh, if you want to go out and, and be with the uh, the masses, uh, the best place probably to watch, I think most people know about in Hoboken, is Mulligan's on First Street. I still haven't done it. I heard it's a great scene. It's, it's great. Uh, it's a mob scene, but yes. it's fun. It's fun. They get started real early over there for the early game every week, and, uh, and uh, I don't love – being around that many people, <laughs> so uh, this year I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be going more to Hudson Hall over in, in downtown Jersey City. Oh, that's a good spot. Yeah, it's a yeah, good spot that, for yeah. sports. Uh, you know, my the buddy's uh, great. one of the managers over there. He puts on whichever game I ask him to if I ask him nice. So you know, uh, yeah, those those are good spots to it's watch. It's like soccer. a second living room uh, without the wife there. Uh, yeah, you know, telling right. you to change the channel. It's, yeah, uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever made? I'm, I know it's in New York, but have you ever made your way into Legends or the Football Factory? You know, when I lived in New York, like uh, it was about like a thousand years ago, uh, I used to go to Nevada Smiths. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you ever have the opportunity to go watch a match, football fact. So it's two different bars. Legends, it's upstairs. Football Factory is downstairs, and it is a riot Where is to watch a game. It's uh, f- I want to say Forty Second Street. Okay, it's not uh, far from Empire a, State Building. Picks from the yard uh, road trip there. We should have. Uh, I'm yeah, telling you, this place yeah. is 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 epic. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend who's a huge Chelsea supporter, and we we went and saw uh, when they played United, and the United fans are upstairs in Legends, and the Chelsea supporters are downstairs, and anytime there was a goal. Chelsea scored, they're banging on the ceiling. If United <laughs> scored, they're stomping on the ground. Oh, it's awesome. pretty wild. And it's they get great... everybody in there. Is it, oh, is they, it like a line? Or they is pack, it... No, they yeah. pack it in there, yeah. but it's a, it's a great atmosphere. They draw oh, the nice. blinds, so it's completely dark in there. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's a, it's a cool, it's a there's cool a, atmosphere. There's a couple Arsenal bars on 14th Street on the east side, too. I've been to before. I, went, I, was, I happened to be in the city on like a Tuesday with the afternoon free, and, uh, and I went into one of the bars during a Champions League match years ago against Napoli. 
and at Tuesday at three o'clock, packed, packed. Wow. There's a sec- there's a second bar for spillover, <laughs> and they and these That's these great. guys are amazing. They sing the songs oh, wow. that they sing at the stadium the whole game. It's great. Oh, I mean, that's it, awesome. it is great. I love yeah. it. That's the one thing that we didn't really touch on, but the passion in soccer. The fans, oh, the fans yeah. are. It, it compares to nothing that we have in the United States. They, I'll never nothing. forget when the World Cup came through. I just moved to Hoboken and uh, in typical Hoboken fashion, they were like prepped for uh, soccer hooligans. And I don't think it was any real real trouble, but the fans were definitely, uh, they, oh, yeah. they all came into town. It, were, it was it was a scene. It was yeah, like, right when I moved here is when uh, the year after that was when Italy won in 2006. And uh I mean, it was it was great. It's, it's like crazy. The spontaneous yeah. parades through the street. It's great. <laughs> it's yeah, great. amazing. Uh, what do you got to plug? If I'm going to plug anything, it's going to be the restaurant Quarto. Um, Fantastic. Five oh seven Palisade, Jersey City Heights. Come in, eat some good pasta. The Italian food's food. always great. We've uh, we've been there a number of times. Uh, Will's wife is there. It's a service usually uh, is usually the best when Carrie is there. <laughs> the best. I was gonna yeah. zinger, but honestly, it's uh, fantastic. And the, the chef's a buddy of ours too. Uh, I mean, the food's just always great. The menu's always changing. Uh, it's just an amazing. It's a good place, place to go. Fun, yeah. Funny little side note: Matt and I grew up. So Chef Matt and I grew up together uh, in Harding. So oh, I didn't know you guys. Oh wow, you know wow. Yeah, yeah. 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 and I've had the opportunity to actually play a little pickup soccer with with Matt and Drew and and. Uh, the other owner, Mark. Mark, yeah, yeah. So were we, you able to keep up with those guys? Well, they were barely Absolutely. able to keep up with me. <laughs> it's true. That's true. the way I remember wow. it. That's I true. Know. I remember it the same way. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to thank uh, thank my guests for uh, coming out. Uh, there was a math emergency, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure, but my brother had to uh, race out of here. Richard uh, Salvatore, thank you. Uh, Will, as always. Uh, Dual, he's doing it, doing it all today. He's a he's a guest and uh, and recording the you know doing a fantastic job getting the, getting the show together. And uh, Drew Buzio, Buzio, am I pronouncing that? Yep, Sorry, that's right. yeah. No, that's uh, good. Thanks a lot for coming out. You it, you're a natural. No, I, dude, uh, this was awesome. This if, was great. I can't thank you guys enough. If this we do a, a soccer spinoff, I see a host in the in, in the future here for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me right. Well, <laughs> oh, you're talking about Drew. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. This was great. But I, I was uh, I loved it, guys. Thanks a lot for uh, you know giving me some some. Way to look at these games and to uh, I'm gonna definitely uh, I'm gonna get involved. You're gonna get hooked. That's the problem. It's a little dicey. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get hooked. Well, you're, I'll uh, be sure to tell. Uh, I'll be sure to blame you. Meg's gonna I'm sure gonna yeah. want to speak to the person who got me hooked on soccer. <laughs> so uh, it's gonna be one of you guys are gonna have to t- be the fall guy for me. But thanks a lot, guys. It was great. It was informative. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna do it this year. I say it every year, but I'm definitely gonna be uh, gonna be watching the games and and, and rooting on Chelsea. There you go. Boo. <laughs> if you like what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, email us at pftypod at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you. Join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at PFTYPod on social media. Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, call 800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Yard podcast is produced by Van Voorst Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. We'll be back soon. Get involved.